Always a pleasure to welcome psychologist Mike Mayer to KFRU. We tackle different topics, and today we've got another good one. After we say good morning to him, we'll get to it. Dr. Mayer, good morning. How are you? Good morning, David. Doing well. Hope you are, too, and the listeners are, too. Let's talk about reasons. Reasons. What are the reasons that we do the things we do? How did this one come about? Uh, This one came about um, when I'm talking to clients, I would ask the question, what was the reason you chose to do this behavior or (laughs) respond in this manner? And, of course, many responded that they had not thought of why they chose this particular response over another. And, you know, that, that's a common response because we don't always think of why we are doing things. Uh, you know, I have some people that have told me their response was an automatic way of behaving or thinking. For example, mm-hmm. I always choose this way to go to wherever, or I have always felt this way about whatever it is that you feel about. I've always liked this type of music. I've always had my dinner meal at this time. I can go on and on. I've always disliked alcohol or fish or chocolate. I don't know about chocolate, but yeah, that's people. (laughs) And I've always disliked to exercise. You know, there are reasons for that, though. And what many people will say is that they have always done things a certain way, but many are not sure, again, why they chose this way. Some will say, that's just the way I am, and that's their response for why they chose a certain way. And then there are some known or unknown reasons why we behave and think the way we do. This is kind of common sense, but it's something we so often forget. A huge portion of the reason we act and believe the way we do comes from our parents' genetics, but more obviously from our conscious our unconscious observing our parents' ways of behaving and thinking. Wow, it's so powerful. Yes, we do act and, be, and behave in ways similar to our parents, and we learn about how couples respond to each other from our parents. We learn how to love from our parents, how they loved us. We often take our parents' style of resolving conflict or their style of arguing. We learn beliefs about religion, politics, food preferences, lifestyles, spending habits, interest in sports, music, or art, the importance of education from observing and living with our parents. Sounds frustrating, but (laughs) to some, and to some, our parents were awesome, and so we have some awesome things. So it's not, but the reasons don't always have to be negative. They can be positive, too, which I think is is something to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. Now, the exceptions come from our direct resistance to the ways of acting and beliefs our parents hoped we would follow in their lives. There are some people who directly do things different from their parents because they want to do it differently or what they feel is better. But almost always, of course, there are always exceptions, Couples in couple therapy, when arguing or not liking a belief or behavior of their partner or spouse, that belief or behavior had roots in the partner's or spouse's parents. I've seen that so often, and it's just something to be aware of. Of course, there's other reasons why we behave in the way we do, and we get uh, and and why we believe, in, and they can come from our grandparents, our religion, strong friendships, education personal experiences. There are many other sources. But a lot of our original behaviors and thoughts came from our parents. And the old expression, an apple doesn't fall far Uh. from the tree, has some truth. 
Now, the good news, David, is that we can change that influence, but sometimes, depending on how deeply it's rooted, not very easily. But if we are to change behaviors, it helps to know the origin and reason why we chose this behavior or belief over another. That's just something we're going to have to look into. An example would be why we don't believe in ourselves could have, of course, many reasons. For example, it could be that it doesn't always have to be a parent or someone was always super critical of you, never accepted by our peers in grade school, always self-critical of our looks, struggled in school, never felt anyone believed in us. So, Knowing the reasons can help us move forward if we behave, if we believe that the past does not have to dictate our future. That's a powerful statement, and it's a powerful belief we need. We are stronger than our past. With internal conviction, we can change our responses to the negative influences in our past. We can change the way we interact with life and others. That's the positive of reasons. Hmm. Making sense? It is. I mean, I, I'm just hearing what you're saying is that you need to examine, I mean, putting the question to somebody, well, why'd you do that? And then have them really think through it would be powerful. And then to have the belief that if I don't like why I did certain things, if I don't like the reasons that always have led to the same actions, then I can find a way to change that. And do it differently. Yes, yes you're hmm. right on, and that's exactly the, the, the hmm. two points I, I wanted to make. But it is interesting, you know, we do forget why we do things, and it's not always important. You know, sometimes you do things, you just say, hey, I do it, and I like it, and you don't have to examine everything you do. Mm-hmm. It's the important things where you're having trouble that you need to look at. Why am I doing this? Yeah. Where's the origin? Why do, why do I believe the way I do, if it's interfering with your life? And then also the uh, ongoing discussion that I think the experts have, is it inherited or is it environment? And the way that you set this up, I was thinking about this a while ago when you were talking about the influence that parents have on us. In that case, oftentimes, I know every situation is not this way, but first of all, they're your parents, so you are their flesh and blood. But at the same time, that is the environment that we spend a whole lot of our early formative years around. So it's kind of the re- it's both in that situation. So, it is both. Yeah. And you know, if if somebody loves you, you're going to want to believe them. And you're going to want to, you know, and that, I think, is important, too. And that's why uh, parenting is such a, and I've said that over the years, parenting is so mm-hmm. important, how we can influence our children. We have such a great influence over our children, and, and, we, and to take that seriously, which most parents do. So, again, think about it. Say, why did I do this? What was my reasoning for this? And then say, do I like that? Satisfied with it? Or do I want to go to the extremes of changing that? And however I could get help doing that is the path I should take. All right? Yes. Dr. Mayor, that's great. Thank you. Thanks, David. Mike Mayer, our psychologist friend, with that uh, little session today. It's Columbia Morning at KFRU.